there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard with you live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Big, big show coming up today. Anthony Heron is going to join the program, Big Ten Network, and uh, Fox uh, Sports Chicago. We'll talk a little Nebraska-Northwestern with him in Week 0, but also Big Ten and college football in general. Indy Jeff in an hour, he told us flat out, this week he made the biggest outright that he can remember. Biggest outright bet at the FedEx Cup golf tournament that he can recall. Many, many years. Gangster. Yep. Monster bet. We go from uh, Thursdays with the Maestro to Wednesdays. Mike Palm joins us in studio. And then Todd Dewey, who covers gambling for the local paper out here, is going to be on with the show. We'll talk some... Las Vegas football betting contest and these possible overlays, which we brought up on yesterday's program, and how big they might be. Uh, what happened to all this, I want the coach and GM fired talk? Yeah, two weeks ago. Oh, my God. What a fiasco. I'm glad it's over, though. But I didn't I didn't see this coming. 
Oh, poor KD. So you were not grabbing the Nets along the way no. at uh, 35, 40, 50 to 1 to win the nope. NBA title? Well, nice job if he got the 50 to 1, but I wasn't buying it the whole time because the owner was saying, I'm not going through that ever again. It was a nightmare. Nick Friedel from ESPN.com, who covers the team, worst locker room he's ever seen and, and worst he's ever been around in all his years covering the NBA. But it's trade me, doesn't happen. Fire the coach and the GM, doesn't happen. I might retire. Mark Stein floated that theory out there. He'd rather retire than go back to the Nets. And then they uh, get in this meeting, sing Kumbaya, and everything's going to work out. And it's not just, well, we'll see, not just a commitment for this upcoming season, but the rest of the contract. But, you know, I think the Gobert trade ruined everything. And they they wanted, they were asking for everything, you know, everything with terms of assets. And teams weren't even willing to give up their second best asset, including even when we were excited Monday with the Memphis news, right? Well, it turns out Memphis wasn't even going to offer Jackson or Bain. Think right. about it that. It was going to be like that whole deal was going to be uh, involving Memphis's picks. And they have a slew of them coming up. Also, the fact that the Nets really never got involved with the Suns. Yeah. And, and those reports died. Like they, they can make this happen. Here's potentially DeAndre Ayton and maybe Bridges and, Bridges and somebody else and some picks. And like, nah, we don't really think that's a good enough deal. Yeah. We're not too keen on that. Yeah. Like, what? How, how are you going to do better than the Suns offer? And the Suns would have been silly to do it because they're gutting their entire team then for right. the most part. Marks wouldn't play ball, but Marks was also delusional out of his mind. I mean, again, he's 34 years old with a ton of injuries. Yeah. And they all wanted, I want to be your best player and then a ton of assets too to go along with it. So, yeah, get out of here. I'm not buying that everything's going to be fine. He just asked for the GM and head coach to be fired. Oh, no. Now it's going to be okay? Yeah, tr- trust me. <laughs> everything's not going to be totally yeah. fine moving forward. Uh, and by the way, this – is going to happen again next year. Rest assured, if the Nets get bounced early, they're gonna we're gonna go through this exact same thing. Get me out of here. I don't want to be with this team. That will happen, no doubt in my mind. And who's to say Kyrie Irving's going to be on the team on opening night? Is that or, is or that there? St- yeah, or by the deadline. Bingo. Absolutely. Right. right. I mean, just because this happened yesterday doesn't mean the Nets team that they have on paper starting the season at this point would actually involve Kyrie Irving down the road. It doesn't have to happen. They can still trade that guy. Yeah. Who, because he, he's actually maybe a more a bigger wild card than what uh, KD is. Oh, absolutely he is. Yes. Not Dur- yeah, Dur- what Durant did here, I mean, just he just gave up because Durant just didn't want to hold out and not show up for camp and go through that nonsense, yeah. which that was the next move, which he could have pulled off. But the whole thing last year was on uh, on Kyrie. And the other thing you have to worry about is, is, is Simmons. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see. So the people still betting it yesterday like they had inside information. You know, be my guest. I think the eight to one is is asinine. Oh, I, I still have them the fourth best team in the East. I mean, they made some nice moves. You get a healthy Harris back. You have Curry. They uh, they pick up Warren. They traded for O'Neal. It's it's a pretty good roster, but it's not even close to Boston and Milwaukee's better. And I still think the Sixers are better. But sure. I, I, I'm to think can Nash still coach? I don't know how good of a coach he is. And I know it was close, but they got swept in the first round. So. And won uh, mid-40 games. Right, right. I will be honest, like, uh, full disclosure here, the market that I really wanted to bet with this, I would have been betting KD's next team. I would have taken flyers on the Nets, but that's not available in Las Vegas. So, like, out in this jurisdiction, you cannot bet props like that. It's not allowed. And I looked for, people were reaching out to me saying, Mitch, like, this can happen. And this goes back now, earlier in the summertime, and they were saying, you might want to take a peek at the Nets at 50-1. to I don't think I ever saw the Nets 50-1 to out here. Did you? 
I saw, I saw 30, I believe. I, yeah, I think I saw 30. Maybe yes. there was a 35, and I'm like, uh, 35, no. eh, maybe, but I never pulled the trigger. 50 would have been potentially enticing, but I never saw that out here either. But I know for a fact that it was available because I saw it in other spots in other you know cities and other states. Mm-hmm. So, But I'm with you. Are they better than the Heat? He were the one seed last year. I don't think they're going to be the same team uh, coming up this season, but... Yeah, they're probably better than the Heat. Yeah. But uh, I think they're in that four to five range. Are they... With where they're at. Where do the Raptors land? Yeah. They're going to be a tough out. They're and, better. I think they're better than the Raptors, but the Raptors will be a tough out as well. Uh, you know, the, the, the other thing is, I thought this wouldn't happen because when the league came out with the schedule, the Nets were nowhere to be found mm-hmm. as well with national TV games. And that was another thing. Like, why Why are the Jazz playing the Knicks in the Jazz-only primetime game in November? Mm-hmm. How it worked out? So, well, they have to move that along. But yeah, there was a good tweet. Did, did you like the movie Gone Girl? I loved it. Uh, was that the one with Affleck? Yep. Oh, very good. Yep. Allegedly kills his wife. That was excellent. But there was a good tweet about comp- the Nets – and KD are living out the end of Gone Girl. Miserable, defeated, but totally connected to one another. And they just have to somehow make this work. <laughs> uh, okay. Right? Absolutely. How it goes. I mean, it's like no one no one really wanted him. And I, I love Bobby Marks, but I remember the day it happened with the trade work request, Bobby Marks said this could be the biggest haul in NBA history. And that was, no, it wasn't going to happen. Because look at what the, what the Lakers had to give up to get AD. But you can't give up all this for a guy who's at the back end of his career with all these injuries. I'll tell you, I mean, just running down the teams, listening to you uh, give me your list, and then in my head thinking about how many teams might be better than – think about how loaded the Eastern Conference is next year. Sure. And Atlanta. How, re- how refreshing. We haven't even brought right. up the Hawks. Yeah. That hasn't even been a part of the conversation yet. Yeah. The Hawks, I think, are going to be really, really good. Uh, I, I briefly mentioned the Raptors. They're good. Did We haven't even br- – why would anybody bring up the Cavaliers? The Cavaliers are potentially damn good next year. Yeah. And that's like eight teams right there, and then there's a playing tournament on top of everything. And then do the Knicks do anything? Evidently, that the report there is that the Knicks' jazz potential trade for New York to land Donovan Mitchell is also stalled a little bit because we don't know how many picks New York wants to involve here. Yes. And Ainge has got to, you know, this is what Ainge does. I'll wait till you're desperate, but I mean, Ainge is asking for everything too. But that's right. You still want to say, well, I'll take the Nets at 8-1. to one. But Well, who makes a big difference? Ben Simmons stinks, and he hasn't played in a couple of years. And we don't know what he has upstairs, what he's going through. Yeah, he, he's good defensively. I'll give, right. I'll give him that. But, but he can't shoot. No, he can't shoot. He's, he's un, he won't. Right. That's he right. won't even that's attempt anything. That's the worst part about it. And you have to be, I mean, this is Captain Obvious checking in. Hello, good morning. Uh He's fried upstairs. Absolutely is. He was supposed to play in that playoff series. Is is that going to? Is he going to do a one eighty and all of a sudden be mentally okay this year? Shows up. He's dressed like a hippie. He's rebounding the ball. Then he walks away and he's supposed to play in game three. Nope. Uh, Supposed to play in game four. Nope. Okay. What happened? Right. So, good luck with that. But again, everything that happened last year, this team was in the playing round. So now they're going to take that big jump. Milwaukee's going to be better. The Celtics improved their team. Think about that, what they did in the offseason. Right. What they have in Philadelphia. Remember, Harden said I was hurt the whole year. And he's gonna dry he dropped some some pounds. So then you also get some toughness with Tucker, too. Now it might be crazy because it's still Harden in a big game. But I think Philly's a better team. I cannot recommend betting the Nets at eight to one right now. There's no way. If you missed out on some of the numbers that were potentially available yesterday before this news, it's way too late to bet on this team now. You can't bet eight to one. You can't on, on what is the day today? August twenty fourth? You cannot there's no way. That's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. 
Totally agree. Yep. What happens with Mitchell? I hope he goes to New York, but this is just taking forever here. Well, but according to this one report, the Jazz never asked for seven first-round picks. Okay. But it was. But according to the last report, it was the offer was five first-round picks, Toppin and Fournier. Yeah. Now the Knicks can do better than that with players, but it's like I'm telling you, this Gobert thing screwed everything up. Who knows what happens if the Timberwolves don't give that up for Gobert? Maybe Durant is a son. Well, how, or Durant did move, and, and Mitchell's already on the Knicks. How about the report yesterday? Lakers are maybe interested in Donovan Mitchell. Lakers can get a lot of guys. Lakers should be able to grab Bogdanovich and also Beverly. Beverly went after Durant on Twitter, too, which was interesting. Yeah, he did. He you, did. You, you held up the free agency market, too, Kevin, which you did with this. Yeah. Uh, so the blame AD hashtag all, all over Twitter yesterday. So, again, what, what do you think happens in – nine months, if the Nets lose in the first or the second round, and let's say they win like 47 games in the regular season, they get bounced early. Is it not like a borderline lock? We're going to go through the same exact thing? And at that point, Kevin Durant's going to be 35 years old? Yeah. Then you have to rebuild. You have to move on. And and then what's the asking price going to be for Durant next year? Right. If you were unhappy with uh, what was out there this season (laughs) and never wanted any any deal for him... I mean, you're going to get 40 cents in the dollar next right. year. Well, he did it to himself, too. Oh, yeah. With all these oh, demands. He hurt his value. Of course he did. With all these demands. Yeah. I mean, it's like he clearly wants out and doesn't want to go back there. So why am I going to give you an arm and a leg? Power rate the most unlikable players, your top three on the Nets today. Kyrie Simmons, Durant. You, that, that's your order, one, two, three? Yeah. It's Come on. Kyrie just rips apart locker rooms wherever he goes. I How mean, bad it was in Boston. He just, he'll say one thing and then do another. What, yeah. do you, what, what he did in all Boston? This, all this Kevin Durant talk, I'd still rank him third. Yeah, as the most third sure. most unlikable player on the team, I actually think that there's a maybe a debate that Simmons might be worse than Kyrie. Absolutely, Durant shows up at balls. Yeah, but the one thing I will say though too, he did not play well in the in the Boston series. Yeah, the, that's true. Boston had a great defense, but Durant certainly didn't play well in that series. The first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out the uh, daily specials at the website, which is Bet Rivers. Dot com. We will uh, recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. What a night. The favorites went 13-3 and three in baseball. My God, piece of cake. Some big, uh, easy wins. Uh, some easy wins, rather, and some run line action as well. Braves, no problem. Astros, no problem. Dodgers get there as well. To start the day, game one of a doubleheader. The Cubs were plus 170, though, and shut out the Cardinals. See, you call that kid up, right? Strange stuff can happen. Well, we never seen a guy before. Two nothing Cubbies. Orioles plus 120. Guardians beat the Padres plus 130. Blue Jays get it done again. They've won seven of eight against the Red Sox. They hammer them again. Is it just me, or they win every game at Fenway? Well, and that, that game was over with early last yes, night. Yes, it was. Yeah. A big second or third inning, whatever it was. And you sent this over. Ralph Michaels had this. The Braves have won 24 in a row when a favorite against a losing team at night. That cashed again last night. 24-0 run for Atlanta in that situation. Yeah. Today's a day game, but that's... That doesn't fit, but that's how kooky is that? Oh, by the way, with the Yankees taking those two games against the Mets, the lead in that division is now down to two games. Down to two, yep. Mets stole $384 to win the division. They got through the tough part of their schedule. Subscribe, be part of the team, vston.com, our radio and podcast friends as well. A couple dog videos to start. This guy feeling good in the pool. Going out to the pool. Got his toy with him as well. Coming. Nope. How about the okay? How about the dog being trapped? Anything works? Might be having a nope. uh, technical oh. malfunction. Nope. Okay. Uh, lose some twins from three dollars down to two thirty. Astros take them out again. I love Astros on the run line today. I think that is it for the Minnesota Twins. They're 0-4 against the Astros. How about Verlander? 
we have seen some some movement now in the AL Cy Young. So the best number that I found this morning is a minus 260 to win it. It's a perfect combination because he was brilliant last night in Dylan Ciska. The White oh, Sox, the Sox again. Yeah, I mean, the, the White Sox staked him to a 2-0 lead in the first inning. He yeah. comes in the bottom half of the first, that three-run shot to Mountcastle, and the lead's gone. Yep. So I actually, there's going to be, put it this way, there will be some movement on Verlander soon. That's going to happen. Talk me through this. Okay. Less so, than 40 games left. What do you have? Six, seven starts left? They they could treat this. They could go to a six-man rotation. They could give Verlander a, a starter two off, getting ready, for, saving him for the playoffs, right? So that number seven could go down to five or whatever it might be. He has every potential narrative going for voters. Again, uh, missed a ton of time with the injury. He's 39 years old. He has some of the best numbers um, compared to other starting pitchers in his league at a guy this age of all time. Mm-hmm. He has everything going for him right now. He's got a, one of the best teams in baseball. Um, Is McClanahan out of it? We're just going to put him to the side? He's like 12-1 to 1 now. He's got no shot. But, I mean, guess if you only have five or six starts left and Verlander's been nails and what he did again last night. Again, find me how many bad starts Verlander's had the entire year. Mm -hmm. Yep. Cardinals, game two of a doubleheader. Or excuse me, lose some. Game one of a doubleheader, 180 up to $2. They get shut out in the Yankee game over, eight and a half up to nine. Angie sent this in. Uh, Angie Hamill, one of my roommates in college, drank room temp old style. We would go to the store and load up the fridge. He grabbed a warm 30-pack of Old Style and kept it next to the fridge. Couldn't figure it out. It was how he liked it. Oh, God. Oh, we were talking about drinking beer out of a, uh, yeah. you, ice drink- cubes or straw and everything. Right. Doesn't that sound delicious right now? Ah, like, uh, God. This thanks. bright and early? Yeah, thanks, Angie. This is Winston. He went for his first ever walk today. And then he was tired because he's not supposed to do that. He took him on a hike. He fell asleep on the rocks. Look at the poor kid. I mean, come on, you can't do that to Winston. Come on. He's like uh, sitting straight up yeah. in, in between two rocks, and he is completely cooked. Oh, he's out. That's a legitimate pass out there. But that's bad parenting. You can't take a puppy on a hike. That's what, the, come on, the kid fell asleep on rocks. For well, a hike, no, a walk, maybe. Look how cute that dog is. Yeah, good-looking fella. Absolutely. This is, uh, I was furious yesterday. So was Dustin. Some of the, because House of the Dragon, high, highest rated, uh, Debut, Debut show, ever yeah. on HBO. No surprise there. George Martin reiterated he fought for at least 10 seasons of Game of Thrones. I said it needs to be 10, maybe 12 or 13. I lost that one. And then those two bozos ruined everything at the end, even though it's still, to me, the best show of all time. But then he also said, and this is what really drives me crazy, he was they were phasing him out by season five. He was completely out of the loop by season seven or eight and had no input. Yeah, I actually, I thought I thought it was actually earlier than that as the show was going on live oh in real time. God. Why would HBO allow this? I know. And those other guys got the eight, the Star Wars deal with Netflix and then got fired. They didn't know what they were doing because they had not, they didn't know what they were doing on Game of Thrones. They had no experience. They we they always all a redo. Yes. They need to go back and start from like season six yep. and pick it up from there and give us like six or seven more seasons and forget about what the original actually happened. Yep. Did you see this slide? They brought this back. I don't even know where this is, but the people get injured doing this. This is in Detroit. Who would want to go down that after oh, what we saw yesterday? No, thank I mean, you. last week with the guys on the water slide and the guy getting hurt uh, at Brewer at the Brewer Stadium. Come on, that's not good for the tailbone. No, it is. Take a beating doing that. Brutal. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your hundred percent first deposit match bonus now. Code two fifty match. Learn more. BetRivers.com. Here's what I see today. 
Gonsolin is as low as six to one now. That's at Bet Rivers. They were he was thirty five. What was that? Monday. You Monday. Thought? Monday. Yeah. Okay. So five innings, one run. Not bad. As one as one viewer sent in uh, with a tweet last night, he's right. The best thing going for Gonsolin, and he doesn't have to face the Dodgers. Well, for sure, is they take out Burns and Sandy. Right. No problem. So rest assured, Sandy might blow up again. I'm seeing Sandy as low as two ninety five now. But I think we agree it's only one. It's only two guys now. It can only be Gonsolin or Sandy Alcantara at this point. Yes. Good tweet on this from CKP22. Help me make sense of the following. Burns 9 and 6, 2.84. Gonsolin 16 and 1, 2.10. Burns plus 850. Gonsolin 10 to 1. Yeah, I know. You, I can't help you make sense of it. Yeah. And in fact, I told him that I added more Gonsolin at 10 to 1 last night. It's asinine. So this is this is Thibodeau, coach of the year a couple of years ago. It might be. It doesn't make any sense. No. 16 and 1 with a 2 2. A 2-1 ERA? Correct. Yeah, and by the way, he was cruising along last night, and I don't know how many you know pitches they would have allowed him to throw uh-huh. or how many innings, but then when he had, what, two guys on right away in the fifth, I think, and that was that then. Once he completed the fifth inning, they're like, yeah, get, get out. Get the double play, and that's right. Right. Yep. Verlander as high as $3, as you mentioned. Goldschmidt's up to $5 at Bet Rivers to win the MVP. And with the Yankees getting that big win last night, Toronto's back to 25-1 to at Bet Rivers to win the division. There's some good future action based on what happened last night, too. How did the Dodgers shut out the other night? <laughs> How did that happen? I mean, they averaged almost six runs a game at home yeah. during the, what they're doing. With that offense. Milwaukee is a game and a half out now of the National League wild card. Padres lost again. Are they going? Who's going to miss? Uh, absolutely the but, Padres. All you can eat. You can find three to one. There's, it's going to be the Padres. Because here comes the Dodgers after this. Right. They, they, they split against the Nats. and could, They can't hit. He couldn't do anything. One run again. I'm astonished at this. They're missing the playoffs. It's if Are they, they after it's going to let up for the Brewers. They're going to see the Milwaukee's and the Pittsburghs while the Padres are playing the Giants and the and the Dodgers. But the, right now, who can they beat? They split a four game series at home against the Nationals, and the two wins were two to one. Well, yeah, they're they're not scoring runs. And how is this possible now? All of a sudden. Because they had a pretty good offense until they know. added Soto, and you're like, okay, now where are the easy outs going to come from? You can't find them, right? Now they can't score runs. Is this yep. is it just all pressure? You're pressing, and also you're deflated with the Tatis news. You're thinking, hey, we can go to the World Series. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, now he's out for the year and 40 games the next year? Oh. One run last night. Can't hit. You want to lay a dollar eighty tonight with Snell? Quantrill's been good on the road. Be my guest. I know Snell's been good. But they can't get any offensive support for them. Actually, depending on the pitching matchups against the Dodgers, you can probably get some pretty decent numbers uh, on the Dodgers when they play the Padres. Oh, those it, game, oh, they'll be, yeah, the games at Dodgers State. The, the, whole, the whole power rating's out of whack. I'm saying, like, yeah, if it's Darvish versus a back end of the rotation uh. guy for the Dodgers, and it's not that bad of a number, I probably, I probably will be, be betting uh, L.A. How about the Walker Bueller news? Out Ooh, until 2024. Boy. Yeah. Tommy John. Second one. Ooh, brutal. That's a tough one. That stinks. Yep. Uh, kickoff football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook all season long. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. We'll spend some time talking college football. Up next, Anthony Heron played at Iowa back in the late 90s. He also played in the NFL, now with a Big Ten Network. 
Um, like, what happens if Nebraska loses this weekend? <laughs> like, storm the castle. Do, do they? Do they? Does Frost come back on the same flight as the team? Leave them over there. Or is that going to be it? In a pub? Yep. Have fun, have fun, mate. Yeah. Drink yourself uh, silly. Uh, so we'll get into that game. Uh, maybe a sleeper pick in the Big Ten and college football in general coming up here and follow the money. It's VSIM, the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered with a series of city casts to tackle sports betting from the local perspective in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. There's some college football here as uh, Anthony Heron is kind enough to join us early on a Wednesday morning. Big Ten Network analyst, also Fox 32 in Chicago, and has a uh, radio show, Big Ten Radio on Sirius XM, played at Iowa in the late 90s and in the NFL. Anthony, uh, it's good to talk to you today. How are you? Yeah, looking forward to it, man. I'm, I'm up right Not quite as early as it is out in Vegas right now, but always good to catch up. Okay, so then this is a uh, it's a big point spread this weekend. Nebraska's laying 13 and I think you can kind of feel the pressure emanating from Lincoln Nebraska already on Scott Frost like my god what happens if they would lose this game? But take us through your expectations for the Cornhuskers this year. They lost every single one score game they played in last year. They blew a lot of fourth quarter leads, but there's been a ton of turnover. That is the state of college football obviously for many of these teams. But what are your fair expectations for them this season? And then, like, this game, do they do they control Northwestern on Saturday? Yeah, there, there's never been a team that's lost as many one-score games as Nebraska did last season. And it was a year that it felt like going into Scott Frost's fourth season that it was going to be an opportunity for him to finally break through, at least make a bowl game, you know, if not win the West Division in the Big Ten last year, fourth-year starter quarterback, everything that went into those expectations that folks at Lincoln had last year. And it just, it fell so flat. And there, there is, there's some anticipation for this year, but there's a lot of newness on that roster in that offensive coaching staff. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in a little bit of wait and see mode on the Huskers this year. I like the fact that they brought in Mark Whipple from Pitt, but it's going to be a very different offensive approach. And Scott Frost is going to take, more of a, a hands-off sort of approach. You know, he'll, he'll certainly have his hands on the offense. I anticipate there'll be kind of a combination of the the run elements that Scott Frost is so passionate about. He was a running quarterback during his Nebraska career. He's always had running quarterbacks as a coach. So I anticipate he's still going to have sort of his his influence on things. But Mark Whipple, we saw that pit offense last year. We know what he did with Kenny Pickett. And Nebraska, they've added some playmakers at receiver via the transfer portal, added a quarterback in Casey Thompson, who he's already announced as the starter via the transfer portal. So there's certainly going to be more of a passing approach to the way Nebraska operates offensively. Do they have the personnel to really truly get in rhythm right off the bat with that? That's going to be the question throughout the early portion of their schedule. You you played the game. I want to know your comments on this because they also have a new O-line coach. And Frost recently said we're averaging 15 to 20 vomits of practice. What do you make of that statement? I got to be honest. I didn't necessarily have as visceral reaction to it 
as, as a lot of other folks did. Maybe it's just the, the dinosaur in me where <laughs> vomiting at, at a practice was, was something that you did at various points, both collegiately and professionally. And I do think that he was trying to make a tongue-in-cheek comment just to, to sort of intimate that his new offensive line coach, Donovan Rayola, who played the game as well and comes from a football family, that he just had the offensive line working really hard and, you know, said it in a casual setting on a Nebraska podcast and, you know, felt like people certainly took it and, and ran with it. And it, it was, it was maybe a, you know, a badly worded joke, but you know, Scott Frost, this is, this is going to be year five for him at Nebraska. And there's never been any evidence of him mistreating players, overworking, overusing players. So for me, I'm, I'm certainly willing to take it within that context. And he came back, tried to correct it a little bit, but I would say if it were, if it were maybe a different coach who, who had a different resume up to this point in his time at the school he was with, maybe the reaction to it would have been probably a, a bit lesser than it was. But in the end, I don't think it's something we're going to be talking about a week or two from now. Okay, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Anthony Heron, our guest, uh, Big Ten Network, uh, Big Ten Network Radio on Sirius XM as well. We had Andy Staples on last week from The Athletic, and we asked him about a sleeper. Just overall in college football, I believe, and he said Minnesota out of the West in the Big Ten. Uh, would you agree with the Gophers as a potential sleeper this year? And if not, which other team would you look at? Oh, I do. I, I definitely agree on Minnesota. They're they're the squad I would pick in the big, and that's knowing a lot of talent that returns from last season, and that they're the team who won the West last year. And same, you know, Wisconsin. They're they're preseason ranked in the top twenty with good reason because we we have these expectations on an annual basis from the Badgers. And Jim Leonard has so much to replace on defense, but I'm confident that his defense is going to be great again because he's Jim Leonard and because they're Wisconsin. But in the end, who's the team with the most proven commodities in the West division right now? Who's the team that's the most versatile in the West division right now? We've seen what this offense can be with Tanner Morgan, the most experienced returning starter in the big 10. We've seen what it can be with Kirk Sharaka as the play caller. They were together back in 2019 and the offensive line has some pieces to replace, but they rotate a lot of bodies through up front. So there's going to be some experience there. They've got Muhammad Ibrahim coming back mm-hmm. and tailback. They've got a slew of talented receivers. And Joe Rossi, the defensive coordinator, has really turned in recent seasons the Gophers defense into one of the best in the Big Ten as well. And so that receiver core to me is sort of the the, the commodity that Minnesota and PJ Fleck has that'll surprise folks because they're very deep on the outside also. So in the West Division, yes, Minnesota, that's that's my pick to win the entire division. In the East Division, I don't think Maryland will win the East, but if folks are looking for another surprise in the Big Ten, where every year, like you know, a few years ago, Minnesota was the surprise team with double-digit wins. Then Indiana surprised with double-digit wins. Last year was Michigan State, double-digit wins, surprise squad under Mel Tucker. I think Mike Loxley and Maryland have a good chance, even though the East Division is so deep in the Big Ten, I really think they could be a team that, that just pops this year and has a breakthrough. You're also at the Pac-12 Network, and uh, being an old-school guy, what what does college football look like in four years? Is it going to be three, two or three super conferences and the haves and the have-nots? How, how do you see that? I, I certainly hope it's going to be at least three, maybe four, because, I mean, just, you know, think about our – our political system, guys, is not you know having a two-party system just isn't really it isn't great. It doesn't allow the level of diversity and versatility that you, of thought 
of execution that you hope for. So if it is, you know, if if the, let's assume the Big Ten is going to be one of those mega conferences mm-hmm. that move forward, it certainly looks that way. That's that's good for business for me. But in the end, if it's just the Big Ten and the SEC, is the sport as healthy as it can be? I don't think that's necessarily the case. So I, I hope that you see what remains of the Pac-12, the Big 12, you know, some of the other conferences that will still have an opportunity to maybe compile their resources. I hope we see that just to continue to put together sort of a, a representative product that, that media carriers, that, that television networks will still want to pay big money for because there's still a lot of other great teams yes. that are there. Mm-hmm but there, there will be some separation between the most lucrative conferences and everyone else. But in the end, how much money does a conference really need to, to be formidable anyway? You know, not everyone's going to have an annual billion dollar deal like the big 10, but that doesn't mean they can't play competitive athletics. Yep. Um, how, how close do you think Ohio state is to Alabama this year? Or do you think they're maybe even a little bit better? I mean, I would say just because the Buckeyes don't have, some of the individual proven defenders you don't have a Will Anderson over there right now. Maybe Jack Sawyer turns into that. Maybe JT Tui Moloow turns into that for the Buckeyes up front. They've certainly got young, talented guys, but right now the main proven commodity on the defensive front for the Buckeyes is Zach Harrison. He's not in the same class as, as Will Anderson is as a playmaker, but you're going to have Jim Knowles come in as the new defensive coordinator, a more attacking, aggressive style They've got some some experience at linebacker, some experience in the secondary. I'd say the defensive Buckeyes, or their defensive line coach, Larry Johnson, has been so stellar over the years in recruiting and coaching the position really well. I won't be surprised at all if we do see a stud or a couple of individual studs. That's the main spot that, celebra- that, that separates the tide from Ohio State because both quarterbacks are certainly going to be outstanding yet again. Ohio State's offense is going to be beyond the tied offense this year, not just because of C.J. Stroud versus Bryce Young, but there's not a receiver core in college football that goes as deep and as hard as the Buckeyes. What I hope, though, and I talked to Ryan Day about this a couple of weeks ago at Big Ten Media Days in Indianapolis. He seems really, really ticked off by the way that they got pushed around last year by Oregon and pushed around last year by Michigan and even by Utah in the Rose Bowl. Now, they – just, you know, they outscored Utah in the Rose Bowl, but they got pushed around by the Utes as well. And I think overall, they spent a lot of time this offseason getting bigger, more physical up front on each side of the line of scrimmage. And Ryan Day's approach, I'll be shocked if it's not a little different. Their running back, Travion Henderson, they're going to be better off if he is the star of stars okay. for the Buckeyes offense, not C.J. Stroud and those receivers. Because when you get to the national championship level competition, to the college football playoff, Big Ten championship games. When you get into postseason play, you have to be able to stand up to people formidably, physically. And that's where Ohio State has lacked the last couple of seasons. That rushing attack for the Buckeyes is what I believe needs to lead the way. And there's going to be plenty of plays to still be made for them passing the ball. Yeah, you can uh, watch Anthony Heron on the Big Ten Network and follow him on Twitter. He is at Big Ant Heron. Great spot today, Anthony. Thanks uh, so much for the time. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. There you go. Up next, part one of Bill Barnwell's annual top five teams to improve this NFL season column. 20 of 25 teams in this piece over the last five years have improved by an average of 3.1 wins. 
there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Sports Betting Network. Here we go. NFL guy drops tomorrow. Win totals. Who's making the playoffs? Player props. The only way to get access to this year's betting guide is become a VEASAN All Access subscriber. Sign up now. Get our discounted football special and access to everything we do through the Super Bowl for $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription. VEASAN.com. Last subscribe. All right. Every year, Bill Barnwell from ESPN puts together his top five teams to improve and to uh, decline. And we start with the improvement today. And going back, as Mitch mentioned, the last five years, 20 of the 25 teams have improved by an average of three wins. The last year, he nailed all five. He went five and oh. Also, they went up by an average of three wins. He had the 2017 Super Bowl champ Philadelphia Eagles on his list. 2019 49ers, who went to the Super Bowl, should have won. And he wanted to put Cincinnati on there last year, but they just missed the cut. Right. This tells you how locked in this guy has been 
doing this going back. No, I, I will preface this by telling you, like, there's a team on the list that could absolutely improve this year by three games. They still might not go over their win total because the adjustments have been yeah. made. Yes. Okay. Okay. Bill's list starts with the Bills. They went 11-6. and six. They did the impossible. They lost every close game. They were 0-5 in one-score games. 2020, they went 4-1. and one. Barnwell writes, it's, in, it's impossible to be as good as they were, and you can't win a close game. Going back to 1989, only one team with a winning record didn't win a close game, seven points or fewer, the 1999 Rams. And then again, you saw what happened in the, uh, the uh, loss to the Chiefs, which they blew. But they'd either blow you out or they'd lose the close game. And even a, another example was the Tampa Bay killer in overtime. Some of the other things. Special teams dropped from 4th to 19th. But uh-oh, they got the punt god now, which I don't know how much they're going to use them because they have a great offense and an aggressive head coach. Right. But that is something here with a kid at an 80-yard punt in the first preseason game, and actually you were seeing some odds on him for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, so we had a there was a great back and forth that I had with several people a couple of weeks ago off the air regarding Matt Ariza, who was punt god. He had 80-yard punts at San Diego State as well. I was begging books to put him on the board for Rookie of the Year, and then the question I got asked was, well, hold on a second here. Would he be offensive or defensive Rookie of the Year? And so there was like this great debate on whether or not a punter should be considered an offensive player or a defensive player. Regardless, long story short, he is available right now at at least one book to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, which I just put it up, 200 to 1. But it, it, people yeah. were responding saying he, he responding to me saying he might have 15 punts this year. I know. He's not going to have you know, If he was a kicker, too, okay. But they like bass. They have bass. Yeah, that's right. Right. But if he was doing both, all right. But yeah, they don't, they don't punt. Uh, my question is, how did he slide the bills? A guy went ahead of him, too. Yes, he wasn't the first special <laughs> teams guy off the board. No. What, uh, what, what were teams thinking last year? I don't know. He was the rage of college football. If you follow, if you're a college football fan, you know how dominant he was at San Diego State. Yeah, two two things. How many times have we said a punter might be a steal of the draft? And how many how many times have we said you gotta watch a college team because of their punter? That's right. You had like Aztecs games when they were on and not much not much else was happening. Like this yep. guy might punt at 75 yards in the air. I need to see that. Uh-huh. Can they get to 13, 14 wins? If they get off to a hot start, I say well, yes. Well, that's the key to the whole. The whole seat, yeah, yes. Yes. There's yes, a tough is. part. You front-loaded here. But if they, more on this in a second. I mean, folks, the Super Bowl champs, the defending champions at home are underdogs. Doesn't happen very no, often. No, that doesn't. And, and to, so, Bar- to Barnwell's point, and this is exactly what all you need to see, is that when you compare the 2020 Buffalo Bills numbers to the numbers from last year, they were better across the board last year. Some of these numbers yes. are not even close. Yeah. Yet, they only won 11 games last year. The year before that, they won 13. So they were, without any doubt, every single metric, every number, a better team last season, but they they won two fewer games. Okay. Lions, 3-13-1. They were 2-5-1 and one in games decided by seven points or fewer. I mean, the, the early in the season... Fourth and 19 at home against the Ravens. They allow a first down. Tucker hits from 66. They lost to the Vikings on a 54-yard field goal at the gun. They had the tie against Pittsburgh. They lost on a last-second field goal on Thanksgiving to the Bears. 
Week 16, they were inside the Atlanta 10, and they threw an interception. They would have won that game. So a lot of people are high on the Lions. Everyone's been betting their win total over. But Barnwell thinks that's going to correct itself. They're going to win these close games. And 3-13-1 last year. I'm mad at I can't get there. They have to, It could happen, uh, but they have to show me. Because even go back to the first preseason game where they're trying to run the clock out, they go shotgun and then Blau drops it, right. fumbles. But, you know, a lot of this stuff is based on Pythag and how yes. books are going to make the adjustments there anyway because the Lions did win three games a season ago. I mean, they could easily, and they probably will. They're going to improve this year. They're going to win more games. Mm. And based on the whole five-year history of this column by Bill Barnwell, they could go up by three wins, 3.1 wins, and win six, that's still underneath their win total. Like, they have a win total right now of six and a half, right. juiced to the over. So, not every team goes over their win total, but he just he finds the teams in here that will go up by, you know, that many games every single year. Mm-hmm. So, And sometimes the fluky stuff happens, like Seattle. When Seattle, back-to-back years, won every close game. It's like, how does that happen? Yeah. How do you get all those breaks? And that was the couple flukes we've had. Right. Now, I would say this about the Lions. The the Vikings game was also you. I don't think you can say, "Oh, golly gee, they lost that game" because they were fortunate to actually be in the lead in that game. Correct. Did the Vikings fumble late. I think yeah. there was or something. And then they scored. I yeah. believe they went for two to take the lead, which they got. And then the the Steelers game in overtime, Deontay Johnson fumbled. So like, if that fumble doesn't happen. You know, can we really sit here and say that the Lions should have won. Yeah. You know, won that game? Well, the, the kid but, missed an extra point. He missed a field goal for the win. I mean, it was, yeah. Yeah, that. But, that but, wasn't Roethlisberger, right? He was out, too. The the one game that the, the team unequivocally had to win last year was Baltimore. Oh, yeah. That's a fiasco. There's That's across the board. That was an abomination. That's on the coaching staff. Yes, That's on was. the players. That's everybody involved. Yeah. That was horrendous what happened. Remember uh, the thanks wasn't the Thanksgiving game? They're calling back to back timeouts on defense against you know, the, the right personnel on the field. Is that against the Bears? I guess I think so. But yeah, we, another blown game. I mean, it, yes, yeah. I still wonder about this guy. I mean, like what yeah. he said last night. I want everyone to think I'm dumb. It helps us I think. Okay, but the, the the one thing that did continue throughout the entire year, when again things were not going well, they're blowing these games. They, I mean, the Rams game. They were completely, I mean, up to play that game. Like, they didn't they didn't go to L.A. and travel there thinking we're going to get blown out 47 to 10. Like, they fought for this guy the entire year. And that was a really good sign right. in the year. And I think that's, a, you well, know, one of the reasons why people were high on them this season as well. How do you trust Goff, though? How can you? I can get good Goff and bad Goff. That's like the Adam Chernoff line. You put pressure on him and that, you know. But it's... It's a really good offensive line. It comes down to Goff for me, too. Yeah. Uh, you have weapons now, too. Yes, you do. With Williams, Brown's a good wide receiver. Chark, you have weapons. But I guess when a we're... A good tight end. Yeah, when we're talking about this and trusting Goff, we're not trusting him to win the division. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We, we're not telling you the, to go with the Lions to win the NFC. Right. It's to maybe win seven, eight games, something like that, and be in the mix for a playoff right. spot, potentially. But, but to your point, going back with his track record, even if they get it done and go up three wins, they're still under the win total. That's right. That's but right. this is also becoming one of these, everyone's betting it, which it has to scare you. And they were betting it months ago mm-hmm. on this team because they they knew and they, they watched they paid attention they saw the numbers from last year. I do I mean how do you not have questions about the defense still? To where some of the games could be absolutely wonky. They might be an over team. Good offense, solid offense, enough to score you some points, but the defense can't really contain anybody. Yeah. 
I could see that happening. Good test right off the bat. Can they hang with the Eagles? Sure. A lot of people picking the Eagles to win the division and make noise in the playoffs. So well, be... how about week one last year? They're, they're down no, like they're 30, killed. 30 points to the Niners. <laughs> yes. They, and that was a one-score game, I think. What, 41-33? Yeah. Uh-huh. The final score? They are better than the Bears, though, on paper. Yes, they should. That, that should happen. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. All right, the first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250MATCH. Must be 21-plus offers, not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. By the way, that's only two of Barnwell's five teams. We'll get to the other three teams coming up in about 20 minutes here on the program. Three other teams to improve, and based on his history, again, 20 of 25 teams in the previous five years have gone up in their win total by 3.1 wins over 17 games. Uh, up next, it is a tricky handicap this week in the FedEx Cup on the PGA Tour. Golf better, friend of the show, Indy Jeff will join us coming up. And he told us and showed us uh, he made one of the biggest outright bets he can remember on this tournament. He'll tell you on which golfer coming up next. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 around sportsbook. Must be 21 around sportsbook. Must be 21 around sportsbook. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money, spelled K-A-L-S-H-I, and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance, and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. <laughs>